1: Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Oh, welcome in everyone to episode number 107 of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. How is everyone's week? You know, this week we celebrate uh, summer solstice, so we had the longest day of the year, which um, to me is always both good and bad if I, if I put my filter on it because it's good because you get the, the full day and it's bad because the days seem to, to get shorter. And the, I know that uh, the light is getting less and less even as we speak. So I'm the one that likes the, uh, the light to just continue as long as it can during the night I I like it to be light at night and not uh, not get dark at six o'clock here in Atlanta but uh, anyway so that's where we are I am middle June and uh, hopefully wherever you are you're having a great year you know that uh, you're about halfway through it and I hope that you've reached some of those uh, goals that maybe you set And if you need a restart you can go back and listen to last week's and And you can go back and listen to one from a couple weeks ago that talks about kind of breaking down that 12-week year and um, look at your year in chunks if you're not progressing the way that you would like to. So uh, a lot of different resources now uh, throughout these 107 episodes. So uh, go back and and browse through them and pick the ones that uh, you feel like you need at the moment. Um, Want to give you a quick update. Natalie got a great great, great, great doctor's uh, visit uh, appointment last week. And um, she is basically completely done with her treatment. So she doesn't have to go back again for three months and then uh, just does blood work, uh, hopefully for the next five years and uh, has this thing over with. So again, there's kind of the the final recap with her, but it's, uh, yeah, it's been a heck of a spring for us and uh, glad that we were able to navigate through it and certainly have a story to tell that we didn't have uh, before and have seen, you know, tremendous growth and just tremendous love from people and support from people. And so just kind of want to give you that update too. Uh, Also, I want to just say thanks for uh, continuing to listen, uh, continuing to pass the podcast on, continuing to review. Uh, Those reviews still make a difference. So uh, really, thank you for that as well. So this week, let's jump in here, how to create some peace in your life. So three ways, I'm just going to give you three, um, I love to say this, simple yet profound ways to create peace because so many of these concepts that we talk about and, and so many times as I'm coaching throughout the day, you know, guys will go, boy, this is, uh, this is pretty simple, but it's not easy, right? It's simple, but it's profound, and that is so true because if we break some of these things down and we look at them at the their core level they are very simple you look at them on paper seem extremely simple you know it's not like some some complex you know calculus problem that we're trying to solve no they're they're pretty simple but when you try to put them into execution that's where we have the challenge you know i as I'm coaching one-on-one, I'll have guys go, you know, this just seems easy. It seems so easy until I go to talk to my spouse. <laughs> this seems so easy until I go to have that difficult conversation with my partner. It seems so easy until I go to have that difficult conversation in business, right, or with my kid or or whomever. And yeah, and so the concepts are one thing. How to put them into practice is certainly another. So, How to create peace. So three ways to create peace in your life. Number one, accept people for where they are. Accept people for where they are. Wherever they are on their journey, you accept them there. It is not your job, it is not your responsibility to change them, even if they are your child. Even if they are your mother or father or spouse, it is not your job to change them. You as your responsibility for where you show up in this relationship and where you bring value to a relationship, if it's a friend, if it's a spouse, whomever, is to accept people where they are. And what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, let's say you've got a friend or let's say you've got a child right now that's going through a tough time. And instead of condemning them, instead of judging them, instead of trying to fix them, instead of telling them all the ways that they could do something, instead of trying to map out the rest of their life, you simply accept them where they are. You love them through whatever it is that they're dealing with. If they're struggling, you accept them, you tell them you feel them, you show some empathy, which can be so hard for a lot of us, right? And you you accept them for who they are. So many times, and, and I am talking to the choir right here, I am looking in the mirror, so many times we automatically go into fix-it mode or we automatically go into judgment mode, right? You should have never allowed yourself to get in this position in the first place If you'd manage your money better, you wouldn't be here. If you knew how to deal with a relationship, you wouldn't be through all these relationships. If you knew how to, right, if you knew how to work with a boss, you wouldn't be on your third job. I mean, all of the things that we say and do that are just, just ugly, to be honest with you, but they're so, so, so judgmental. Why? Because they don't align with how we think the other person should act. They don't align with how we think they should be living their lives. And guess what? Their lives are their lives. And for some of us, especially those that are the closest to us, this is one of the hardest things to do. It's hard for a lot of people to accept their spouse for who they are and for where they are, right? They're not far enough along on their uh, business journey. They They should have their career should be in a much better spot than it is. They should be able to deal with their mother, right? They should be able to deal with their dad. They shouldn't allow this to affect them in such a way that it affects our relationship. And while there are things that you can be supportive in and, and, and you can be a very supportive person on the other side of them, when you go into that judgment mode and when you go into that critical mode and you try to criticize and you try to change them, all that does is breed friction. It doesn't bring, breed and bring any type of intimacy and building up of the relationship. So number one, accept people where they are. Who who is that person in your life? For some of you, it may be people. Because some of you really struggle with this. So who are those people, or who is that one person that comes to mind that you think, man, I do. That's exactly what I do. I don't accept them you know, I just judge them. I just try to fix them. I am not able at this juncture, or I haven't been, to just accept them and and love them. And I promise you, if you start doing this, if you start showing up the way you want to show up and you just accept them, they will see an immediate difference. They'll go, who is this? Like, who is this guy that all of a sudden is here? He used to You know, he used to always give me a hard time. He used to be sarcastic. He would always be passive aggressive with me. You know, he'd be very judgmental, very critical. He would say things that weren't nice. And now all of a sudden he just seems to, hmm, he just seems to accept me. I wonder what's happened to him. And you will notice that the relationship will start to shift. Will they change? I don't know. They may change. They may eventually change. They may never change. But you still get to decide, is that someone you want to be around? Is that someone you want to pour into? Is that someone you want to have in your life? That's always your choice, right? It's always your choice. But your job in this is to accept people where they are. So number two, number two, accept situations for what they are. So accept the circumstance in your life or the circumstances in your life for what they are. Now, does that mean you don't have the option to try to change either the circumstance or yourself in relation to the circumstance? Of course not. But if you begin to just accept the situation and accept the circumstance, then you can what? You guys know you've listened to this enough. Then you can decide how you want to think about that situation, how you want to think about that circumstance. Let's just take some low-hanging fruit. Let's say you've got a job that you hate. And instead of continuing to push back and instead of continuing to, to gripe and moan about this job, just start accepting it. Well, here's the job that I've got, right? I am in... X, Y, Z sales, and I don't love it. I don't really love the people that I work with. I don't really love the company. I don't love the mission. Okay, that's where we are. Let's accept that. Now, what are we going to do about it? Do we want to start to have a mind shift that says, you know what? This is where I am. This is where I get paid. This is where I am in my present. What can I do today to get better? What can I do today to set myself up for the next job that I may have? What can I do today to show up in a way that I make those around me better? What can I do today that I make myself better? Aren't those so, 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 so much better questions to ask than to go down the road of, oh, I hate this place? Of course it is. So accept the situation, accept the circumstance for where it is, and then begin to make decisions based on how you want to think about it. Maybe your, maybe your marriage or relationship is, is kind of stuck right now. Maybe it's not where you want it to be. Okay? Just put it out there. This is the situation. This is my marriage. This is my relationship. And it's not where I want it to be. All right. I'm going to accept that. But it doesn't mean that I have to stay there. It doesn't mean that I have to to just live in that. What can you do? You can automatically start thinking differently, right? You start to think differently about your spouse. You start to think differently about yourself. You start to do things differently in the relationship. You start to actively pursue your significant other again, right? You start reading material. You start listening to other podcasts. You start coming from a space that says, how can I improve this relationship regardless of what happens on the other side of me? How can I do that? That is how you begin to move through those relationships and those circumstances that have been bringing you down for maybe weeks or even for some of you years, right? Instead of trying to, it goes back to that whole beach ball analogy, right, with processing an emotion. Instead of trying to, to repress it and instead of trying to put it in some closet somewhere and ignore it. And just say, oh, well, you know, I'm just stuck with with whomever. I'm not even going to think about it. No, you say, okay, here's where it is. Now, what do I want to do about it? All right? So accept the people for where they are. Accept situations for where they are and decide what you want to do with it. And then accept, this is hard for some of us, accept that not every action needs or deserves a reaction except that not every action needs or observes or warrants a reaction, right? Because how many times have we noticed that we begin to speak before the other person's even finished? We begin to formulate our opinion. We begin to formulate our answer. We begin to formulate our defense we begin to formulate our judgment. We begin to formulate our criticism, before the even per- the other person is even on talking, right? And when you start to realize that every conversation, or every action, or every situation doesn't need your response back to it, then you'll begin to grow, and you'll begin to find peace, and you begin to discern. What is important and what is not important when it comes to building up or tearing down a relationship, or when it comes to you finding peace in your life, when you really start to discern that now, when people start you know really grasping this concept and they so start working on it, one of the first things that comes up is well doesn't this mean I'm just getting walked on? Doesn't this mean that the other person gets the last? word doesn't this mean that I'm my opinion doesn't matter and that answer is no because you always get to choose that's where the power comes from we forget that we get to choose that's where your power comes from you choosing not to engage in a frivolous argument or not to engage sometimes when you know you're right and they just won't take wrong for an answer right you you know it and you're able to go <laughs> I'm just going to let you live in that. At some point, you'll figure this out. Kind of say that even to yourself. And you just, you just disengage, and you go on about your day, and you don't let that trigger you. That's where you're able to live in peace. For so many people, for so many people, they can't live in peace because they always want the last word. They always want to win. They always want to be right. And you get to choose, my friend. You get to decide when you want to engage and when you don't want to engage, right? So not every action needs a reaction from yourself, about yourself, or from or about others. And also you get to choose how that action is responded by by you, right? So can you, this goes back to the whole mirroring thing, right? You, you're in that argument with your spouse, you're in that conversation that gets a little heated, their voice goes louder. Now all of a sudden your voice goes louder. Now their voice goes louder. Now your voice goes louder. And all of a sudden you're in this big argument. You can choose right in the middle of that, that just because they're acting in a certain way, and just because their actions are producing a, you know, a real, real, real elevated response from them, you get to choose how you want to be. And the most powerful way you can do that is by staying in control of your body staying in control of your mind and saying, no, mind, we are not going to speak here. We're not going to engage here. And if we do, it's going to be what? It's going to be very calm. It's going to be very, 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 right? It's going to be very true. It's going to have some love behind it. But I'm going to show up in a way that I want to show up, in a way that I can be proud of as I move through this. And I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best to build the relationship towards togetherness rather than one that pulls it apart. That's so 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 powerful. And it's what most people don't do right It's what most people don't do. Most people just engage. Most people just attack back. Most people just have an action for a reaction and they don't they don't have the wherewithal and they don't have the emotional intelligence and they've not grown into emotional adulthood to be able to decipher what they really want to say and what they want to bring to the conversation, what they want to bring to the relationship. So three ways to create peace in your life this week. First, accept people for where they are. Accept situations or circumstances where they are, and you decide what you want to do from there. And then three, accept that not every action needs a reaction. Hope that's helpful. If you need me, reach out, drdarrenwilson at gmail.com. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If I can help you in any way, reach out to me today, drdarrenwilson at gmail.com, or go to the website, wilson.com and sign up for a consult today. Can't wait to see you soon. Take care, everyone.